Welcome guys to the Gridiron Gurus. My name's Keith and I'm joined by Jesse and now we're also joined by uh, another guy that we're really going to be welcoming in is uh, Austin. And looking back at last week, um, there was a lot of really good games and a couple games that we picked last week that I I cannot believe were as close as they were. Um, some games that probably should have been on the list. But the first game that you know, we did pick, we picked you know, it's Georgia, Oregon, and I I cannot believe how dominant, for me personally, how dominant Georgia was in this game in pretty much every accident of the game. Do you want to go, Ricky, or do you want me to start here? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I'm excited to talk some college football. Uh, <laughs> for for me, that game really wasn't that surprising. Honestly, I, I think anytime you have Bo Nix at quarterback, you don't know what you're going to get. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, but, if Bo's going to show up or, you know. Yeah, Bo, Bo's going to throw them and they're going to be picked. So, is, I mean. <laughs> either Bo's going to show up or Bowen's going to show up. That's what he's going to do. Bowen's Everywhere Bo Nix has been, he's been an issue. Yeah. Um, I agree. He's athletic with his legs, but eh, he's not a very good decision maker in my opinion. But I kind of echo what Austin said about not really being surprised about how dominant Georgia was in the game. But what did surprise me is the fact that, like, I thought Oregon would at least score a touchdown. I thought they would score at least one, you know. Um, well, what I mean by surprise, I guess if you told me the final score was going to be 35 to 14, I would not have been surprised. Was it, yeah, I, I thought it was going to be a higher three. scoring on both sides. Like, right. I thought Oregon was going to score, you know, the, the, the football. I didn't think that they were going to get, like, just – I mean – I was talking to somebody last night. Might have, might have been you, Austin. I don't remember. Um, but we were talking about how every single position on the field, Georgia dominated. Right. That's what uh, I'm saying. They they dominated every single facet of the game. Oh, absolutely. And every like you said, every position. I, I don't think, think Oregon had a better player at any position. You know that no. when you hear the name <laughs> Bo, you think you know Bo knows. You think about Bo Jackson. Right. I think. Uh, <laughs> But poor Bo Nix, we need to get like a name change. There needs to be a petition to change his name from like Bo to Joe. <laughs> he needs to be Joe there, Nix, there really is. not Bo Nix. Like, there really is a lot of potential in Bo Nix, but he just never really captured it. So yeah. Um, I what surprised me more than the score was how Stetson Bennett played. He, I mean, I, I won't say he was. He was always amazing last season, but he was like. A dominating factor. Well, he was a game manager last he, season. Yeah. He was a piece. He was a puzzle piece that you know he never really was gonna out, you know outshine anybody on the team, but he did enough to help them continue to win. But like what you, like you said, he actually shined yes you know, on on Saturday right. and actually looked like a you know top tier quarterback. Yeah, he, that, that's you know where I guess I'm with you on. Uh, he was the best quarterback on the field. Yes. Oh, and, yeah, by, by you know, if you'd have told me last year. At the beginning of last year, that Bo Nix would be outplayed by Stetson Bennett going into this, you know, after a full season, I would have been like, "Well, there's not very many quarterbacks, I don't think, in Week One, if he were to play them, that he wouldn't have been the best." quarterback. That's what I was about to say. I, I think that you could probably put you could probably put together a list of all the quarterbacks from Week One, and he's probably in that top five, maybe top three. I agree. From the weekend, so yeah, I agree. Um, Iowa, North Dakota State. Whoa. <laughs> what are you guys? This is. No. What's on? Uh, it was on South on Dakota one. State, right? South, no. South Dakota oh, State. South Dakota State. Yeah, South Dakota State. And, um, the Jackrabbits. Yeah, a little, little different than, than North Dakota State. You know, no disrespect to South Dakota State. But right. um, that – I honestly, I have no words for that game. Just go ahead. You guys talk about this one. I don't uh, even know. How has I was 2-0 and have not scored an offensive touchdown? 
I, well, I didn't know that statistic. That is a stat that I did not know. They are 2-0 and without an offensive touchdown. I'm almost 100% are sure we, on that Are we going to fact check this? <laughs> I, think, I think the silence here is, is saying a lot about that. <laughs> Everyone is, you know, hurrying to get to their laptops. I, I told you guys over the weekend when I was watching, I didn't know if it was exciting or, or brutal. It was both. If you're a defensive, it if was you're excitingly a, brutal to watch. I, right. I don't know if it was struggled. good defense or if it was just terrible offense. If you're you a know? fan of defense, if you were a fan of defense, then it was a. a I don't a think fun if you're a fan of football, you could watch it. But I mean, like I said, it was yeah. excitingly terrible to watch. I mean, personally, for me, I, I liked watching the game just because you didn't know how bad the next step was going to be. <laughs> I mean, you had a what, like a, a 15-yard punt at one point. Um, Iowa scores four points on two safeties. And then have a field goal. I mean, just. I told somebody, I said, what's funny about that game is that anybody that didn't watch the game, you know, they're working, you know, whatever the case might have been, or maybe watching a different team, they're going to look at the scores for the day and be like, wow, Iowa only scored one touchdown on the Jackrabbits. (laughs) Right. And they didn't even get in the end zone. (laughs) They, like, that's crazy to me that, uh, but yeah, I I don't know. Iowa. Kirk, for instance, has a lot of work to do up there, and then he really didn't have a lot, whole lot of time to get it done either. Because one of the games on our list today that we're picking, um, you know, Iowa, Iowa State, Iowa State with a Matt, you know, a Matt Campbell-led team that's been good in years past. Uh, you know, I don't think, and I think they're hosting it. Yeah, they're playing host of that game, so they don't have a lot of time to correct everything. They need I mean, to get my, it going. My question now. for that game when we get to it is: Is Iowa score? I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, you guys can check me to see if Iowa scored a touchdown in, in their first game, but well, actually, I think we have. I think we have missed that somewhere because well, what's not? I'm only seeing this as being their first game. Oh, okay. I so, thought they had played Week Zero, but I could. Right, now I was flipping through a few games at the, at the same time they were playing, but what was bad is it looked like Iowa, which was surprising, was getting beat on the line of scrimmage. Oh yeah, by South Dakota State. Yeah, see that doesn't usually happen. Usually, no, yeah, one thing about Iowa, thing. they're gonna yeah, they're yeah. gonna win at the you know at the line right. of scrimmage. They're gonna win up front. So yeah, that's not good. Not good for and an Iowa <laughs> team that was expected to possibly contend for their division. They, the won, big game, they were ten and four last year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Right. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, and I think last year they had a couple games where they won games that they shouldn't have. They beat Michigan State, I believe, or. That, I don't it seems know. like they had won a couple games. They did. Conference games that they um, shouldn't have. I mean, well, well they shouldn't have, but. Iowa and Purdue are always the two teams in the Big Ten that, like, right. you just never know. They are kind of, like, up and down, right. and they're going to win a game that they shouldn't win then lose a game that they should win. They should just, have lost this game. They should have lost this game. <laughs> you're, you're exactly right. If it had been anybody but South Dakota, they probably would have. Yeah. And um, they, South Dakota State, you remember – uh, a couple years ago, when we were covering, it was during the uh, the COVID situation. Mm-hmm. We were covering FCS football, uh-huh, and South Dakota State played Sam Houston State mm-hmm. in the in the national championship. That running back that they had, that we called him uh, Derrick Henry Part Two. Right. Um, he is a junior now on that team. Oh wow! And actually, he had a a pretty decent game. Um, oh yeah. But uh, of course, I mean, they didn't get in the end zone. But <laughs> you know. But I thought that was kind of cool to see him. Um, I'm sure South Dakota State is going to be very good in FCS play, I would imagine. Um, next game I've got on, on my list is NC State and ECU. And that came down to a missed extra point. Is that right? Uh, uh, well, actually. Missed full goal. Uh, no, well, both. both they, yeah. I would, or excuse me, um, ECU scored the touchdown, that w- which would have tied the game. Mm-hmm. 
the kicker missed the PAT, I think wide left. Wow. And then later in the game, ECU gets the ball back for an opportunity to kick the game-winning field goal. Same kid misses it wide right. Um, I hate it for that kid. You know, he's, I mean, there's not a whole lot of things in, in uh, was it Greensboro where that's it? There's not a whole lot of things in Greensboro, North Carolina. They got football. That's about it. And uh, so I'm, I think they have like a movie theater, a couple restaurants. Um, so I'm sure he can't go to either of them. <laughs> so, you know, He's going to be hanging out in the dorm room. I, yeah, he, yeah, in his dorm room. No, nowhere else. No, right. no parties, no nothing. I, I hate that for that kid. I mean, I don't have much to say about it other than there were multiple people I saw put NC State in a playoff contention. Yep. Oh, I see. There's that. absolutely no shot. No. No. Ab- no absolutely absolutely not. no shot. I, I, mean, I would not put them in that. Unless they absolutely just turn something around the way they played Saturday. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, I'm gonna say the the last game just because we've kind of talked about it off air a lot is because it was not a good game either. Um, I'm going to move on to Pitt, West Virginia. And me and you talked last week, uh, Jesse, about how this game was going to be very close. And yep. sure enough, it was a catch at the one-yard line yep. away from almost overtime. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm say West Virginia would have won in overtime. But the kid caught, caught the ball originally at the one-yard line with about 22 seconds left and eventually was ruled incomplete. Um, do you think that – I saw you guys talking about the game. Do you think Pitch deserves the ranking that they got uh, as far as 17 in the preseason? Or is West Virginia just better than what people thought? I think there's a combination there a little bit. I th- in my opinion, now I know Austin may have a different opinion than me, but I think that um, West Virginia with JT Daniels at mm-hmm. quarterback, I mean, they were already a pretty good team, but I think that they are a scary team. Like, they are a team that could, could cause some shakeup in the Big 12. Right. So, I think it's a combination of both. I think that Pitt team is still very good. It's a very good football team. Right. And I think West Virginia is a lot better than people expected them to be, especially this early in the year. Right. So, I think that there's a good chance that, um, you know, we're going to see maybe West Virginia win a couple ball games that nobody expected them to. So I agree. I think to say Pitt deserving of their ranking depends on how you judge preseason rankings. I mean, they're oh, as, as, you, as you saw Oregon – Absolutely not. They're, I mean, at the end of the season, they're probably a 20 to 25 range. Uh, I would think they'd probably, just because of the weakness of the Pac-12, they're going to win oh, a lot yeah. of games. So, uh-huh. they're probably, for me, probably going to be about 15. But if you if you look at Pitt, though, like a, what I was getting at is, if you're giving them the benefit of the doubt based off of what they did last season, sure, I could see that. But you lose Kenny Pickett. Right. He's probably going to be a – You lose a Blitnikoff award winner, Jordan Addison, the USC. Yep. You lose an, an amazing offensive coordinator, Mark Whipple. Mm-hmm. Yep. To now Nebraska. I bet he's regretting that decision. I'm sure he is. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was that just was thinking. <laughs> they, they lost a lot. And so I'm I'm, I'm glad they're going to they're gonna be ranked mm-hmm. next week against against their balls. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to be an ACC contending – Team like they were last. I no, mean, they could, they could. And you've got Wake Forest still in that. And I think both those teams are better than Pitt. The only way they are a contender is just because of how weak the ACC is. But yeah, that's what I was going to say. The same argument with the Oregon and Bengals. yeah, they're, they're they're not the team they were last year. And no, I mean they're not winning the ACC. I don't think. Um, no. I don't know that they're in the na- or in the conference title game. Well, I think are they in the same side as Clemson? I kind of think they are. I think I they might be in the same division. I don't know. Maybe you can check right. me on that. Um, 
but for that reason alone, I think they're not there. Right. Um, but I the the ACC is so weak and so watered down. I know we're about to talk about uh, one here in a second, and like it's just like I'm looking at the ACC, and you know, outside of Clemson, maybe Wake Forest, like right. you said, I don't see a team that really honestly like Pitt should run through their their conference schedule, in my opinion. Um, you would think. So, I don't know. Um, but I, I, I agree with both of you. You know, I, I like both of y'all's points of view there. But um, I still think, though, that Pitt is going to be – I think both teams are going to have a pretty decent season, Pitt and West Virginia. Yeah. So, Pitt is in the Coastal. Clemson's in the, in, in the Atlantic. Okay. Okay, so I was off on – okay, so then by that factor, I would – honestly, I think I would put them in the conference championship. Depending on how well – Mario Cristobal does at Miami. That was what I was going to say. Well, because Miami's okay. in the mix in the Coastal as well. UNC, they're, they're 2 and 0. We've seen them play twice already. I don't already, think they've not been impressive. So. No, I don't think that they're going to make it make we're it out of that side. Two Florida State playing tonight with LSU because we're recording right. this on um, on Sunday. So. Yeah. So quick, quickly in the in the Coastal with Pitt, you have UNC, Duke, Miami, Georgia Tech, Virginia, and a Virginia Tech team that just got beat by Old Dominion. So. Yeah. Maybe Virginia gets them. Maybe. I, I think the only it. thing that's that's in Pitt's way would be a, a Miami team that's yeah. around. And, and, and Miami, did, they did look good. Now, granted, you know they're playing an FCS team in yeah. you know in B in BC, so I don't know. I and it could happen. Who knows? Um, there is some excitement around the program. You never know. But again, it's all. I was about to say Pitt's not a good football. I mean, I, I can't remember the quarterback's name off the top of my head, but he's Slovis. not a yeah. Slow, he's and not now, USC, Craig, right? That's what I was about to say. He came from USC. Yeah, right. he, he's not bad. He's, he's I, I don't think a Jordan Addison Slovis trade off is is in Pitt's favor. Better, no, but, definitely you know. not. <laughs> well, let's just go ahead. You guys kind of alluded to the next game, which was App State and UNC, and I picked App State. Last you did. Week. You did pick App State. And, you know, just making sure we're we're bad. in agreement on that. You picked App State. I did. And they didn't win the game. And, so. and <laughs> I would I would have picked App State. Nah. Right. And, well, here is my thing: is I lost the West Virginia game to the you know the drop pass. Yeah. And I can handle that because the kid did not catch the ball. The App State not only had one opportunity to win. They had two. They had two. They had another opportunity to send it overtime. And UNC tackled at the what half yard line? About that, yeah. UNC. Well, I mean, the pass that he threw on the the first on the, one where they went for the win, right? On the two point conversion, um, that was a. I mean, it, it was right. It was a great call. It was oh, wide perfect. open. It was exactly the look that you wanted. And if he just keeps he just, running, just running keeps running and yeah, and catches <laughs> the ball, it's game over. You know, it's all she wrote. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, and it, what's amazing to me about that game though is that. They, they were they scored twice mm-hmm. in under a minute. Right in under a minute's time, you had App State down. They score. They go for the two point conversion. That doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. North Carolina returns the onside kick, and then App State goes down again. Was a dumb move. Was a dumb move. But then App State again goes down the field all in under a minute. Mm-hmm. In a minute's time, like that's crazy that all that happened. Well, I think that. I seen a stat where um, App State scored like forty in the fourth, maybe forty in the second half. And see that, that that just goes to show you. How, and when we talked about Florida A and M last mm-hmm. week, I know Austin. We talked to him off air about Florida A and M in that game. Yeah. And North Carolina's defense has really looked like a liability. Um, now, granted, through I think two games. 
Oh, just by the eye test, that that FAMU team looked pretty. They did look good. They looked really decent. good. Just the kid, just the guys. And then App State team looked very good too. Well, that was my other point on this game. Was do you think App State played up, like played higher than their actual ability, just because it was a home national televised game against UNC, or if UNC was really that bad? I think UNC is really that bad. I think okay. UNC is really. Bad. I, I think, think App State's a decent program. I think App State's very good, right. and I think that UNC. You know, they had I mean, they had flashes early. I mean, they got down 21-7 right out the gate. And then somehow, you know, flipped the switch. And I think by halftime, I want to think they were up by a couple scores. Right. Um, and so. Now, I credit that to UNC's coaching. Yeah. I think, I think adjustments on the fly got them back yeah. up in the game and eventually won but, them the game. But the defense, and especially the secondary, mm-hmm. is a liability. And Which, it's really gonna come, it's gonna hurt him down the stretch. If I'm not, this is Gene Chizik's first season as D coordinator there. Yeah, it is, and that's very surprising to me that they've had that big of a drop off. Yeah, in yeah. Their defense in, in year one. So. I agree. And is this his? So now, I've not done a whole lot of background research on Gene Chizik, but is this his first? Job in coaching because he was a he was an analyst for a long time. This is his first, I, think this is first, I think he was an analyst last year. This is his first See, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. So, like, how much is that him? You know, trying to get everything go. I mean, I'm not t- saying that the man can't coach, but like, it's a big difference going from being a coach to being in the booth and then going back to coaching. I agree. Just a shift then, in gears, right? But then, but then you, you also say way. this was his second game coaching. You would think, yeah, that that's true. In, in in the time between FAMU and he would have made the adjustments. Exactly. Yeah. You know, oh, this isn't working. Let's, you know. I mean, even if he's been out of, I mean, he he led national championship worthy defenses before. Yeah. I mean, at Texas. And, <clears throat> right. I mean, his defenses at Auburn weren't anything to to be proud of exactly, but they weren't bad. They weren't bad. bad. No. Yeah, they, 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 they looked a lot better than they held yeah. their own in the SEC. Yeah. He was the so. coach in was it 2012 with Cam Newton. 2010. 2010. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he got a, hit a national championship. I'm saying, I mean, they had a very good defense in no, originally I, still, I said the game Ohio of the State day State. up until that point. The game of the day was North Carolina App State, but then that four day in Utah game was the game of the day. I didn't think it would be as close of a game as it was. I really thought Utah would pull it out I, towards the end. But yeah, I Anthony thought Richardson look. Anthony good. Richardson is a problem. He's gonna be a problem. He <laughs> SEC takes <laughs> notice fan, because as a Tennessee fan, you did not. See yeah, what you to see Saturday. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, absolutely. Florida, they look good. They look they look good everywhere. Like I thought they looked good on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and I again, as it's no, it's obvious we're Tennessee fans. It really stunk to see how well coached they were. Oh yes, Billy yes. Napier yes. actually did a very good it, job at playing to their strengths. Uh, okay, and it was it, it was obvious like they were they were whipping some tail on a lot of scrimmage. Uh-huh. I'm not okay. I'm and it, I'm not gonna you know try to sugarcoat my my hatred for Florida because you know yeah, obviously I mean, it's there. But as a college take Tennessee out of the equation as a college football fan, college football is better when Florida's good. Absolutely, and well, we yeah, yeah, and and seeing Florida you know win this type of ball game, which you know I got you know I 
told you guys about the stat line um, that I found today. This is the first non-conference win they've had against a top 10 opponent in the Swamp since 1997. That is huge. That is historic uh, for Billy Napier. Um, and so to see them, that, you know, being this good is great for college football as a whole. Um, you know, fingers crossed. You know, prayers sent up that you know Tennessee is you know just as good, <laughs> and that, you know we get game. back to that you know that Tennessee and Florida game being a big rivalry. But just like college football, better as a, as, as a whole right. when they're good. And but I thought that game was amazing. That was a great game, great game to watch. Hats off to Utah. Utah played a heck of a game, which oh, we yeah. knew what Utah was going to have. They are. I'm still. They're still my pick to win the Pac-12, even after Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think that they are. Um, and I will say, you know, talking about that too, my dark horse USC to win the Pac-12. I'm. Did you watch them on Saturday again? They played an FCS opponent. Um, or no, I'm sorry, they did not. They played Ross. Ross is an FBS opponent at a group of five, but they looked way, way, way better than I expected them to look. Um, so, but anyways, I want to see them play some more competition. Though, I do too. I, I do too. And last thing, I, I think Utah is another. Another team that maybe was given a benefit of the doubt based off of last last year. last year. I agree. Obviously, they're still a very good football team. And I think Florida is much better than what they were projected to be, obviously. Right. But I've seen a lot of people, maybe in the mainstream media, say that um, home field advantage right, right. isn't as big of a factor no, it is in 100%. today's game as it used to be. I think Saturday. If you watch that game, well, there are moments where you saw Utah, Utah and cramping, they, growing up on the side. I mean, yeah. they look well, winded. Right? Well, not just I'm not not just the the uh, the humidity the and the heat, well, but the but, crowd noise. Right. There were times where they couldn't get the snap off. Right. They had you know a, a delay a game a couple of times. I mean, it, it makes a huge difference. Well, that's when I go back to the App State. You know, home field advantage. How much does that play into that game? I think it played at least some. I mean, you can see it's still bad. Um, Momentum. So I think yeah. the, exactly. I think the Utah game, the Utah Florida game, was like a drastic home field advantage. Uh, I mean, yeah, from the crowd noise to you could tell Utah was from way out west because <laughs> <laughs> they were not used to playing in that Florida humidity. So well, and then no. they may have came in thinking, well, we're just going to walk through Florida. Well, I don't know if, if you guys were watching when they said this or not, um, but they said, "What's Utah State coach's name? I can't think of his name off the top of my head." Um, Winningham. Winning, Winningham. Kyle, Kyle Winningham. Yeah. yeah. Um, said that they were in the, the indoor practice facility all off season. With all the doors closed, and they were using the sprinklers for 25 minutes to get the humidity up. Oh wow! And it's still. Yeah, you still can't replicate that. So yeah, you still can't replicate. You can't replicate the real thing. No. Okay, so for me, the game of the week. I know you just mentioned game of the week was this one, and it was great. But Notre Dame and Ohio State, and to me, this had a lot of national implications, and and it still will towards the end of the season, especially yeah. if Notre Dame goes unscathed. They can go into the playoff discussions saying we only lost by 11 to Ohio State, which is probably going to be in there. And it was a ball game with about five minutes left. It was a four-point ball game. Uh-huh. With, with I, think, I think they scored like 445 or something like that in the fourth um, to put up 21-10. But Notre Dame looked good. Ohio State looked, looked good. Both teams, I think, at the end of the season, are going to have a very good argument to be in the playoff. The, the one knock for Notre Dame is going to be the same thing that we've always said for years is no conference championship. They have no conference to hang their hat on as a conference champion. And if it comes down the line and we have four teams that are conference champions with a one loss or better 
and you have Notre Dame with no conference championship with one loss, and all they have is that loss to Ohio State. I still think that the conference champions probably get the nod just right. because of that, you know, that that alone. Right. Um, well, but if they do come out of that, I'm I'm, I'm going to read this off real quick um, because we talked about the gauntlet that they're about to run on mm-hmm. their schedule. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, they're not a conference, but their schedule is tough. They have um, now next week they they host Marshall, which is a group of five. Right. Um, they should take care of business. Then they play host to California. Which is a they're a, a better than average uh, uh, Pac-12 team. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to North Carolina, which we you know, we talked about the problems that they have there. Yeah. But North Carolina is still a good enough team that they could turn it on by that point. Um, they host number uh, number 23 at the moment BYU. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play host to Stanford. Stanford's always a quality team. They host UNLV. They go on the road to Syracuse. They host in November. They host Clemson, which is going to be a huge humongous game for them. They go to Navy, which is always tough having to play, you know, the um, the military the military academy schools mm-hmm. because of that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, they host Boston College, which is another quality opponent. And then they end the season at USC. And that's the game that if they are undefeated going into that game, that's the game that will decide or help decide, right. you know, their argument. Oh, no, I think it will decide it. Because if they yeah. go in and especially handedly beat, uh, beat a USC team who is, yeah. we've already said, look good. Right. Then their only one loss will be to Ohio State. Right. But if they go in and lose as two losses, and I don't think a two-loss team without a conference championship gets in. Well, yeah, I had the schedule pulled up too, and it's like, like Jesse said, it's the same conversation every single season. Yes. Oh yeah. They're not in a conference, but they they do schedule out of conference. I mean, pretty well. They're going to have probably the ACC championship November fifth, Clemson. And then, depending on how well USC does this season, they're going to end the season with probably a splash if they can win that. So, right. I don't know. I mean, if, if they – it'll probably be the same situation as it is every year where they're a one-loss team, but they've they've beaten the Clemson and beaten the USC, and we're sitting here. I want to. Yeah. So. It's an aggravating argument. It's a very aggravating argument to have just because they're not in a conference. And I – they can't afford to lose, though. I won't, yeah, they, they can't, can't afford, afford to lose, lose to anybody. I, won't lie. I, right. I watched the Florida-Utah game over the Ohio State-Notre Dame game, so I didn't really watch a lot of I it. So I, don't, back and forth I was, too. So I, had I, I was, but I wasn't watching enough of the game to really, I guess, make a judgment on them. But. See, I couldn't really tell if Ohio State you, – you asked a minute ago about, you know, did this team play down? Did they, you know, right. I couldn't tell if Ohio State was playing down to the because I expected Ohio State to just dominate this football game, yeah, right? Because they had the weapons to do so, so I couldn't really tell if Ohio State was just playing down or if Notre Dame was just way better than I gave them credit for. And so, I mean, and now Marcus Freeman, I think, is a great coach. We talked about that last week. He's a quality football coach. Um, but until I really make a judgment, I want to see both teams, Ohio State and Notre Dame, continue to play a couple games, right? To make a better a better judgment because, I mean, they looked really good. I and think by the so, end of the year you're going to say Notre Dame played played up to Ohio State. And, that, and it wasn't anything that Ohio State did wrong. It was yeah. more Notre Dame played played to them. Yeah, and that and I that could very well be that could right. be it. Right. Um, the last game I have wrote down is Nebraska and North Dakota, and. We talked about it last week. Oh, gosh, why did we end it on this one? <laughs> well, because it it could be the already beginning the of the end yeah, for Scott Frost. That's true. And you talked about Coach Whipple that left Pitt that went to um, Nebraska. 
you know, he may be looking at being the head coach at Nebraska by season's end. They may be better off. They very well may be. That They very well may be. Um, and you hate to say that that's why he went, but you never know. I hate to speculate, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I feel like it, I hate to say this about Nebraska because in a way I, I, it feels like they're in the same boat as, as, as Tennessee. Right. Where they're, they're a blue blood or some may consider them were a blue blood. Mm. Um, right. But, but man, I, I, don't, I don't know how much longer they can continue to, to do what they're doing now. Struggle? Yeah. Oh, I, I wouldn't even, this is worse struggle, than struggle. win. <laughs> I mean, this is beyond struggle. I mean, this is, this well, is bad. Well, they win, so, I mean, well. But they struggle. Struggle, win. They struggle. This, is, this is like Derek Dooley, Tennessee, but worse. I mean. I think it is worse. It is. It it is, is no, it's 100% worse. worse. No, it's, that's just worse. what I'm comparing it to. I mean. And I, there's been some speculation that Scott Frost is trying to take the the offense away from Mark Whipple. And he's already he's already said he's not, but I have a hard time finding that he's he's not. Well, here's my thing about about Frost. I don't know if that holds true or not, but it, he's not making any adjustments in games. And so here's my question: It can only be two reasons for that. He either can't make adjustments, or he's scared to make adjustments. And which is worse? Which is worse? I you think, can't make I think he may too afraid to make adjustments. I think he may be afraid to make adjust, be down Mark Whipple's throat a little bit. If that is the case, that he's not trying to take the, right. the rounds with the offense, maybe he's afraid to be overbearing. But as a head coach, I think well, coach, well, not just that, but a head coach at this point, at this point, I think you have right. to do everything you can to save your job, right? Because there's not a lot of time left. There's a campfire underneath the seat. Yes. And I don't think it's, it's not a getting can. any cool. It is a bonfire. I, is, yeah. is, I wrote this It is down. a bonfire that has been brewing for a while. For, for Nebraska, they have a decision to make before October first. His buyout is seven and a half million. Okay. Um, after that, I don't know what it goes to, but I don't know. See, and I, <laughs> I mean, that's funny you say that. Because larger after October I think, 1st. I think you guys keep talking. Yeah, I'll, you pull I'll, that I'll because that's funny that he mentions it because I said last week. That there's a possibility he don't make it through the year. Well, I think we said like and I, eight. Well, I think be, we talked about there's a possibility he don't make it through September. Right. And which would uh, be what week five? Uh, week five would be the last week of September. Yeah, but they're actually they're off that week. But yeah, week five would be the last week <laughs> be, of September. Be, be a good time to make a change. Well, <laughs> so who, guess who they play before that bye week? Who's that? Oklahoma. Oh. They have Oklahoma in uh, Still, in Nebraska. Is, is, okay. So um, in Lincoln. In Lincoln, yes. I'm trying to think of the city, and I had a thank you for that. According, <laughs> according to Saturday Down South, it drops from 15 million to seven and a half on October 1st. Oh, okay. So, so right now it's 15 and a half. Right now, okay. it's, right now it's 15. It drops to seven and a half October 1st. So October so 1st might be a the AD might be buying time. Yeah. It well, would be smart. I mean, I feel like at this point, really, what are you salvaging? So I think just wait till October. Okay. 1st. Well, then here's what here's that. Okay, here's where that hap- what happens then. They're not beating Oklahoma. Unless something crazy drastic happens, I don't see them beating Oklahoma. And here's what well, I, mean, I say it to say this. You know, I look at their team. You got a Casey Thompson who was on a, a very good Texas roster mm-hmm. with Sarkeesian a year ago. They couldn't beat Oklahoma. What gives you any indication that Nebraska's going to beat Oklahoma? You know, I don't have – so, but I, but they, I say it to say this. Out of the, out of the equation, the rest of the team's not beating Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, they, so, they, I say they it to say this, Western. though. 
they they host Indiana on on October first, right. which is their second Big Ten game of the year. Mm-hmm. If they drop that and they go zero and two in the conference, they don't let him back on the bus. He doesn't get no. He All right, if that's a home he, game, he doesn't make. He it back goes to the he goes home game. after the game. He don't come is back it to the stadium. Is a situation where he gets fired on the tarmac? Is that what you're saying? Well, well, they're at home, so I mean, he don't have to get you know get left anywhere. But well, they they say, though. "Give me your keys before you leave the, out the door." Right. <laughs> you know, he, he didn't have the key back in. Told from the garage. Yeah. Um, here's an Uber you that you have to you're gonna have to pay for when you whenever you get home. But right. that's right. pretty substantial though. It drops by half. I mean, is this the last year of his? That's contract? what they're waiting on. That's is exactly it, I, what they're waiting that, on. I don't know because if this is the last year of his contract, but it would make sense as like that. it would make sense as to why like he's not. You're, you're saving half the, half the money. I mean, it makes sense. We were going to talk about playoff expansion, but we're already. Well over halfway through the podcast, so I think we're going to save. Yeah, we'll save that for another talk. For a whole, because that's going to take yeah. us quite a while to get through. We could probably talk an entire show on that. Exactly, that's what, we can probably spend an hour talking about playoff expansion. Yeah. So I, I want to save that one for another one. We're going to go ahead and get into our games for this week, and I've actually only looked at a couple. I have no idea on the lines. I'm sure you guys have probably done a little more research than I have, but the first game that you put on here, and I think it's it's very interesting, is okay. Kentucky at Florida. And is this game being played in the swamp? It is in the swamp. Oh man! Yep, it is in the swamp. A repeat for Florida at home after beating Utah like they did. Yep. Kentucky coming in. Kentucky ranked twenty, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Florida is a five and a half point favorite. I'm taking that like all day of the week. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Florida covers. After the way Florida played last week and the way Kentucky barely, well, I wouldn't say barely. I mean, they they beat them, but. Right. It was a struggle bus to get past Miami, Ohio. So Struggle win. Struggle win. <laughs> struggle win. Um, what was the score of that Miami, Ohio, Florida? 31 to 10, maybe. That's, I think that's, that's right. I think it's a struggle right. win, but I wouldn't say it's convincing well, it was, either. It was, it was 10 to 10 to be, and a half time. They struggled to get started, though. Right. They were slow at the gate, which I feel like which you can, week one, that's, that's expected. You can expect that. Well, I mean. I can give them a pass I feel there. like when you've got people with all this Will Levis hype, which isn't yep. warranted whatsoever. Yep. I think he's good. I don't know that he's that. I mean, I, good, maybe, depending on what you I define. I would say he's good. top, top tier in the SEC. I mean, he's he's being played out to be a top three quarterback. He, top no, there's no quarterback way. He, well, I don't think top three, but I think everything I've saw, every model I've saw, is top, top five. five. No, he's, he's, not, in, the top he's five. in the top five. Everyone so I've seen has, has him in the top five. I mean, I, I'm not arguing your point. I'm just saying, to me, he's not. No, I agree. I don't think he's top five. I wouldn't put him over Richardson. I wouldn't put him over uh, KJ Will, Jefferson. KJ Jefferson. No. Nope. Will Rogers at Mississippi State. Nope. I wouldn't put him over um, Hendon Hooker. Yeah, Hendon Hooker. I was trying not to be a homer there. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be a homer, but I mean, it's the truth, though. Uh, uh, well, Bryce Young, obviously. Yeah. And there, there's, there's, there's five. five. The, the, the kid there's at, five. The kid and I, A&M as we go amazing. on down the list, I'm sure we could find. Yeah, the king from A&M. I would probably, I would probably put him over. Uh, uh, not race. I mean, that's a close. As far. If I was going to start a program with somebody, I would probably take. I take him over Rattler. I was going to say if I was going to start a program with somebody. I watched this weekend. I probably started with Anthony Richardson. If I was. Oh well, yeah, if you're starting, but I'm just kind of comparing to the rest. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I'd put him over, like I said, over Rattler. So I've, I guess yeah. six, six or seven ish for him in the SEC. Yeah. So, but that's in the SEC. That's not even national. So why he's getting so much national attention? I don't know. I don't know why. It's it's because Kentucky looks for anything to be good in football. Kentucky, yeah, Kentucky is nine wins guaranteed every year. They're not going to do anything more. 
I wouldn't even yeah, say that nah. Keeps, that keeps Stoops' job in Kentucky. Now, hey, well, now I, I would I say, though. I hope he keeps his job in Kentucky because he can't beat Tennessee. Mark Stoops has done a phenomenal job with that program, though. Oh, I agree. I yeah, yes, yeah, 100%. Yeah, but, I agree with that. Yeah. But, anyway. So, you taking Florida or Kentucky? I'm taking Florida. Okay. So, taking Florida. Florida across the board. Okay, okay. So, the next game we've got is Arizona State at OK State. And do we have a line on that? I don't have the line. Do you I have that? I don't have one in front of me. Uh, if you could look that up. I could probably get the line. Well, he's, okay, but anyways, I'll, I'll start while you while you look yeah, at um, I don't know much about Arizona State, but I know uh, OK State, coached by Gundy, they're playing at home. Probably going to take them, but I'm going to wait on the line. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he plays so much. This one might line. be more interesting than you think. This one's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be exciting. exciting. I'm, not, I'm not saying it will be exciting. I'm just saying I don't know enough about Arizona State. At the moment, I don't, I don't know that I agree with this line. At the moment, the line is 11 – uh, to Oklahoma State's favor, I would, I would, I would take that. I would take Oklahoma State. The, the gambling gridiron gurus would take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You would I don't take know. A, you would take OK State to cover. I would take OK. Yeah, take I'm taking OK State to pick to to win the game. Right. I don't know that I take them to cover. I'm taking them to win the game. I'm I'm with Austin on this. I'm gonna take OK State and and OK State to cover. I'm taking them to cover, but I it, it's one of those deals where I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't cover because right. a lot of people may not know this. And it's not that got some was, inside information it's on. It's not us. that he was that great at Florida last year, but Emory Jones is the starting quarterback at Arizona State this year. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Um, he did okay last week, but again, they weren't playing anybody. So. Right. Um, also, I didn't know this until a few hours ago, um, but Derek Mason is the defensive coordinator at Oklahoma State. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know I did that. Know yeah. That. Um, and that's a quality coach. That but, is a quality uh, defense coordinator. Yeah, he's not a quality doubt. head coach, but he is a quality defense. Yeah, he's well, a great some, coordinator. Well, some guys are great coordinators that aren't good right. head coaches. Some guys are great head coaches well, that aren't good coordinators. Right. Yeah. right. You know, just, just, yeah. just look at that. That's true. I mean, you could argue that Nick Saban wasn't the greatest coordinator of all time, but Saban is obviously the greatest coach of all time. Right. So, but yeah, I'm going OK State. We go OK State across the board there. Yeah. Okay. Boston College at Virginia Tech. I hope this one would be – when I made this list – Virginia Tech, the Virginia Virginia Tech game, excuse me, wasn't over at the time. Right. So I had saw this and thought, oh, that's gonna be a great game. I, After what I watched, what I witnessed of Virginia Tech, <laughs> I don't think that's the case anymore. No, and I, like I said, I don't know the line on this Which, one either. Granted, did, how well did Virginia Tech do? Was Fuente there when they lost to Old Dominion the first time? That would be an interesting thing to know. I don't think so. I want to say that that was toward the end of Beamer's career. I think you're right. Beamer was still I think there. Beamer yeah. was still there. Uh, that's actually, actually been quite old man a while. Beamer, not young it's man been Beamer. a few years, yeah. Yeah. So. And you know, on a, to your credit, to your argument, there was a season where they lost. They opened the season with James Madison and got beat. Um, on mm-hmm. you know, and and they ended up turning that season around and made yeah. it to a bowl game. So that's I mean, what they, I, kind of my point. I was thinking Virginia Tech's kind of got a history with this. You want to know, know what why. the line is for that game? Two and a half Virginia Tech. Wow. That is the line in that game. I'm taking Boston College. I'm, I'm Boston taking College. Boston College to cover that for sure. If, I'm taking that now. So, plus, so to Boston in, College is a two Tech. and a half under, underdog. Virginia Tech is going to be at home. It's in Blacksburg. Yeah, it is in Blacksburg. Um, Does that change anything? For me, it doesn't. For me, I'm still taking, I'm taking Boston College. Did, did they play now, at Old Dominion? Because I have a hard time figuring they did. No, I would, oh, I would, I would say I would not. I mean, if if the home field advantage isn't there against Old Dominion, then I really don't see it. That's a good point. 
and I even I hate that you have a good point. Uh, no, maybe, no, it was at, it was, yeah, it was at home. Surely, uh, well, I say surely if you didn't take it and travel to. Because when I caught some, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think, but I've North seen crazy travel to yeah. state. So, no, I'm yeah. wrong. It wasn't old. It was at Old Dominion. Was it okay? Yeah. Well, that no, might change something a little bit. Yeah, it was. It was mm. at Old Dominion. How well does the home crowd come out after a lost Old Dominion? See, I don't Virginia know. Virginia Tech, it's always pretty, pretty loud. You know what? If you guys are taking that's to another college, place that would be kind of cool to go to is, would, is a game at Blacksburg. They have that. probably one of the best stadium entrances I've ever seen. I think so when everybody's jumping, the yeah. you know the Aaron Sandman. But yeah. uh, take, so you're taking VT? I'll take VT. I'm gonna make a note of that for the for the pick board graphic here this week. All right, next one we have is Baylor at BYU, and this one is very interesting to me. I had that one pulled up just a second ago too, and now this one's in Provo. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's at BYU. Um, Baylor has a daggum good football team. They do. Very well coached. They do. Don't know much about BYU this season, I'm going to be honest. But I do know that they're ranked. They are ranked. Um, me personally. Not very high. I don't think they're 22, 23. Yeah. Me uh, personally. Did you say this was at Baylor? It was in Provo? No, it's in Provo. Oh, it's in yes, okay. in Provo. Um, me personally, I think that – I mean, Baylor is one of my picks to make the playoff. I think that they have I a shot. They have make it, shot. I, I think they think have it. a shot to make the playoff. I think that they're winning the Big Twelve. Um, oh, that rematch with OK State's going to be so good. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, I, yeah, it's going to be. There's so many good games this year that I can't wait to watch. That's right. definitely one of them. That's the highlight. Um, the line at the moment is two and a half BYU because it's in Provo, and I know that's that's the reason. It's because it's in Provo. Right. Um, but man, I gotta take. I'm, my gut says Baylor all day. Mine does too. I think I'm going to take Baylor here. Both yeah. teams are very well coached, but I think Baylor, I know it's a long trip for them. Um, I would love to know what the miles are from, from uh, is it Waco? They're not yeah, Waco. yeah, Waco. Is it Waco? Waco. Baylor's Waco. Waco to, uh, to Provo. I'm sure it's a long trip. But, um, yeah, I'm taking Baylor. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm just going to be short and take Baylor. Well, <laughs> Baylor. So there's no love for BYU here. It's, it's not there's no love. Not, yeah, I mean, just, I think I think it's gonna be a good game. Right. I think it's a game that probably comes down to like a single possession. I think so. I think it's a low score or not a low scoring game, but it's a tight game. Right. Um, I don't agree with the line. I don't. I don't agree with you know um, two and a half BYU. I'm sure that's a lot. You know, it's predicated on it being in BYU. Yeah. But right. But yeah, no. So we're all taking Baylor. Okay. Uh, USC Stanford. This one's tough. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. This one is tough. Well, I mean, the one thing is they don't have to travel far. Um, you, know, you talked about that's Boston true. Baylor traveling to BYU, and it's, it's actually at Stanford. It's at Stanford. At Stanford. Yeah. But this is, you know, uh, Lincoln Riley's first really big game. Yeah. With USC, and it's not a home game. I don't agree with this line either. And line? this is the 7:30 game on ABC, which I think is great. I think it should oh, be. be it needs to be a prime time game. It needs to be, you know, a lot of attention. I agree. Again, it makes football exciting. Um, the line for that one is 10 to USC. Wow. I think it should be even if USC is the favorite. I think it should be a lower line just because of the half. fact that you're in Stanford. Four and a half. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Right. You know. Um, I'm gonna take USC. <sighs> now. If you ask me, I, do see to cover the 10? I don't think they can. I don't think they do either. Um, coming into this show, 
I was a hundred percent taking USC after what I watched Saturday. Right. Um, something about the just the magnitude of the game could be a saving win for Stanford. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm taking Stanford. I think that's gonna be that's gonna be my upset game of the week. That's that's my upset, upset game of the week. I'm taking wow. Stanford. What say you, Austin? I'm I'm just looking at at Stanford's schedule from last season, and <laughs> I, I think I think the spread for USC should be higher than. That. Oh wow! Oh, so you're going to say that USC covers ten? Absolutely. I mean, Stanford's a team that got beat by Notre Dame last year, 45-4. And obviously, USC is not the caliber of Notre Dame. No, 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 no. But I'm looking at top 20 matchups that Stanford had last year. They won one of them that was to 22 Oregon. They were obliterated by Utah 52-7. Obviously, Utah was was a very good team. They were obliterated by Notre Dame. I think USC is going to surprise some people this year. I really do. I think think they will, but... Um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I'm guess I'm putting my eggs in a basket on on EJ Smith. That's Emmett Smith's right. son. They have there. He's back for, for his junior year, and I don't know. I just I know what Stanford is capable of, and it seems like they do this every year. There's always That's, a game that they get some Oregon, USC, UCLA, right. somebody. So that's that's my game. That's the one. I'm I just taking. feel like Stanford has slowly kind of dropped off. Um. They're just not the same Stanford of and I would Andrew agree Luck. That. I would even agree with even that. when Christian McCaffrey was there, they were they were good, but I just don't see them actually keeping this one. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. I think the line if you said seventeen is probably. I would think oh yeah, seventeen might make me lean towards Stanford, but Stanford covering at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. Uh, the next one, and I'm really kind of surprised you put this one on there. Is UAB at Liberty? I don't know why you put this. On there. <laughs> I don't know a single thing about either one of these programs. Again, both 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 programs are are good programs, or well, good for group of five. But to say good for and, where they are. Um, but um, I don't know. I think it would be one. We had to have a game where we're going to be stumped, and uh, right, well, you two accomplish that. Yeah, <laughs> two. Um, you know, both teams are sitting at one zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, UAB is a six and a half point favorite. It Whoa. is it is in oh, Lynchburg. Without knowing that, it is in Lynchburg, Virginia. <laughs> um, it's you know so at Liberty, um, and you know of course I mean part of the reason why I picked it is you know Hugh Freeze at Liberty. I was gonna say Hugh Freeze and, at Liberty. Yeah, and they had a tough showing last week against Southern Miss. Yeah, they need a big yeah, win, and so that was one reason why I picked it. And you know uh, UAB has really. F- just completely done a 180, um, you know, the last few years. Right. So, you know, at one point they didn't have a program. They shut the program exactly. Yeah. And they brought it back. Um, so, for all those reasons, I guess is why I picked it. But so, who you got? What'd you say the, the spread was? Uh, six and a half UAB. I'm gonna take the home team. I'm gonna take Liberty at home, trying to get a good showing. Hugh Freeze is gonna have those teams or have his team coached up. Um, but I'm gonna take Liberty at home. I'll let Austin go first this time because I'm going to think on this for a second. You know, my immediate reaction was to take Liberty. I immediately circled Liberty. 100%. Just, just, just because of who's leading the program. Right. But UAB actually had some pretty pretty high-quality wins last year. They beat a ranked BYU team. Right. Last game of the season. I think I'm going to take UAB. Yeah, I think just 
I originally I was taking liberty when I put this game down, but I think just uh, and I think I might have actually underlined liberty. No, I, I haven't picked that one yet. Um, just the fact that you know this liberty team does not have one guy, um, Malik Willis. Um, yeah, that's so that's also true. I think for that reason alone, I'm taking UAB, even though it is on the road and it's going to be a tough environment going you know to Lynchburg. Um, but now, I'm going to lean. I'm I, I, I say UAB in a field goal. It's a tight game. Yeah, I think well, I agree. It's close. Yeah. I agree. It's very close. Another thing to think about: Did, did UAB's head coach not just resign? Or am, I, or am I wrong? He did. Yeah, you're so, right. He did. Uh, when did he resign? He resigned toward the end of the season. Right at the end of the season. Oh, okay. So it wasn't yeah. anytime. No, it wasn't was just, just now. Like he, no, he but, at the end of last season. But the staff is still the same staff. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, think that weighs on. No, no. I think you. I think UAB can. All right. We talked about one of these teams earlier. And they were struggling. Is uh, Iowa State and Iowa? I was at home. You couldn't pay me money for the Iowa. Man, what's the line? I, I what's the line? Any, They're not going to score a touchdown. Well, I, you know, <laughs> give man, me three and a half. I'll be honest. I and I before off air. I talked about you know we talked about this game. Nobody's picking Iowa, but now that I sit here and think about this, what's the line? This is the perfect week for Iowa to turn it around. Uh, the line is three points to Iowa. They're the three-point favorite. You're kidding me. It, think about it, man. Think about the, the magnitude of the game. Think about the location of the game. It, it's um, the in-state rivalry. I get yeah, it. and so. But I'm with Austin. You couldn't pay me enough to take Iowa. Right I mean, you know, they're taking the struggle bus to home right now. I I agree. Offensively, at least. Um, Offensively, they are. Struggling. When you say you can only put up three points on South Dakota State, because that's all their offense scored. Those yeah, three points. That true. would be a Cinderella turnaround in one week. It would be. Um, you know, again, I'm going to go back to the same argument as before. Iowa State does not have one guy, uh, Brock Purdy, who was a four year starter, and that's a big difference having to change quarterbacks like that. Right. Um, so, it's just kind of know. flavor. It's, it's, it's kind of again. I think it's a good game. I think it's a tight I game. Think it, is a close game. It, it makes my mind kind of a little confused to think that they were a ten to four ball club last year with some pretty, I mean, pretty quality wins. Right. And then you can't score a touchdown on. on well, a lot of things. Right. It like, you really can't base. Them. Anything this season on last season because no, things happen, but, you know, with recruits uh, coming in and it. people leaving. Things happen, you know, in the blink of an eye in a year. So you really can't base it on that. But, um, and that's why I say, even with the the you know the the tough start, I think I will turn it around and have a decent season. Now, I don't see them going ten to four. They're not going to have the season they had a year. No, and I don't. I don't. But they will reach a bowl game. I, I think I'm fully. I'm confident that they will make a bowl game. I don't mean to base anything off of the previous season because I mean, well, I mean it's, it. Everybody does it. It's, but you know. right, it's just really hard to think about a team that to drop that much. That, and, yeah, that that's much. a big. Yeah, that's a big decline. And I mean, it it could be just a, a fluke, a fluke thing. But but on the flip side of that, I mean, if you look at just a few years ago. LSU in what well, eighteen? They, they went from to firing the coach the very next year. Exactly. That was a they had a big drop off. Yeah, now, that's true. Talent loss, lot of talent loss. I was going to say but, I don't know the, the the particulars on on the talent loss yeah. and, and that of Iowa, but 
Oh, yeah. not, it was kind of not expected. Like it was it was and kind of expected for LSU to drop off yeah. quite a bit. So yeah. Uh, anyway, so who I you didn't taking? Make, I didn't even make a pick. I don't. Uh, you got. We got Iowa State. Iowa State. I'm taking, yeah, I'm taking Iowa State. Okay, so we're all taking Iowa State. Next game is Virginia at Illinois. This is another one that I could just. Put, I, I've already ordered. got a pick. You go ahead and well, let me pull up the line for me. I mean, Virginia I know you the has line. the uh, OC that was at Clemson. Um, yeah. Name is slipping my mind right now. Um. Yeah. Thanks. Now, now his name's slipping my mind too. I can't um, his name. He, you know. I think it's going to yeah. be really good at Virginia. Uh, Illinois has Bielema. They look good. Tony Elliott. Elliott. Tony Elliott. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Uh, it's in Champaign, it and it's a four-point favorite to Illinois. That's the line at the moment, four points to Illinois. I would interesting surprised if Virginia doesn't win this game. What's interesting to me about this game is that it's, it's two completely different sides of the spectrum as far as uh, Play how style? they play the game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Tony Elliott, we can see at Clemson, he's... He's very yeah. spread-oriented. Very, very yeah. spread-oriented. Very explosive. Spread you yes. out. I mean, power run game, spread you out. Brett Billiam is, I mean, he's just going to... Yeah, Billiam, yeah, he's not that. Billiam is just going to... Yeah. Between the tackles, three yards in a cloud of dust, yeah. And he's going to say, stop it. Yeah. yeah, it's a tough name to say, but he plays good football, so... <laughs> Billiam is a tough name to say. So, Billiam. Brett Billiam. Brett Billiam. Yes. Um, it's, it's not the quarterback. Let's not make him say DJ slash name. We're, we're going to move on. <laughs> All right. um, but I, I got Illinois at home. Okay. Uh, Austin, who are you taking? I got Virginia. You taking Virginia? Okay. Um, well, I, I, that doesn't surprise me. I think Virginia, like I said, Virginia can very well win this game. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's close. I think it's a one-possession game, but I think Illinois at home. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you on this. I think Illinois at home. This, this, like I said, this is just one market flip quarter. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I and I get your argument too. There. I, I think I, in today's game and age that this play style is just much more effective. I think it's a good. I think it's a good game. And I but I think that uh, Bielema has a little more experience as a head coach. His defense is going to stand tall. I think, and I think the environment kind of gets Virginia on the road. So I think that well, Illinois. Not only that, for me, I mean, you can simulate all you want to in practice. Yeah. But when you see. Three tight ends and four yards in a cloud of dust. Football actually smacking you in the mouth. Yeah. How much and of they a don't, shell shock Virginia's got. That, that's where it gets me. How much of a shell shock? There's really and not a, a style of football like that in the ACC that I can recall um, offhand. Maybe uh, like Boston College. Boston maybe. Co- I would say Boston College or Pitt um, kind of have, you know, they'll, they'll incorporate the tight end a lot in the mix. But Boston College more so than, than Pitt, really. Yeah, but, BC might be the only one that I would. That yeah, would but it's still it's not going to be like the style Bielema of play can, gonna have with I had to redeem myself there, Brett Bielema. <laughs> uh, if they can control the tempo and the clock, then it, it it'll be a completely different game. But and see, that's the way he, that's his whole. I point, don't. I don't you know. know if they can, but we'll see. Yeah. Right. And I, 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 like you said, football point. Yeah. I, they, no. they, right. If they can or they can't, I don't know. And that's what the issue with that game for me is going to be. Uh, second to last game, Houston Texas Tech. This game's going to be a good one. Houston I think. played UTSA. I actually watched a good amount of this game. Yeah. And went to double overtime. Right. If I'm not mistaken. Um, with a double, or, no, it's triple overtime, right? With a triple, because didn't they get to the uh, two I think point? Me and you were, were actually talking, and I was watching the game. Maybe I was wrong. I was it, thinking it, it was triple. Or triple. Or, okay, it, either way, it went no, to overtime. No, you're right. It was triple because That's they, what went, I they went to the just the the two extra, point the two shootout, point which I right. I think the two point shootout is really cool, by the way. But anyway, I actually would argue that that's what it needs to be from overtime on. 
Yeah. Um, and once you go to overtime, hey, two point conversions go. Eventually, that probably will. It probably will get to that point because it is exciting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I get that it's ex- well. We're getting on a different rabbit here, but <laughs> rabbit hole we go. Yeah, rabbit hole we go. <laughs> uh, while you go down that rabbit hole, what, can you give, look the line up for me on that? Yeah, one? the line for that is uh, two and a half Texas Tech. It's oh, in Lubbock. Man, I'm taking. I'm gonna take Dana Holgerson and uh, Houston based off the fact that Texas Tech just lost their starting quarterback last week to a collarbone. Oh, um, you should not have said that. That's, so, that's, that's insider information. You should not have <laughs> well, You should have held that for after you made it. Once he made <laughs> yeah. his pick, then you make your pick and you, you give that information. Right. Um, I'm changing my pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Houston on the road. That's You're funny. welcome. I'm taking Houston on the road, but I think the line is right. I yeah. think when you said two and a half, I think the line is right. It's a field goal game. I think it's a, I think it's a close game. Um, I'm in agreement with, with Austin. Oh, here, I agree. Though. I'm just yeah. saying it's, no, no, it's, I, no, the yeah. line is right. I'm just saying it's going to be a shootout. I think I'm in, I'm, I'm in agreement with Austin. I think Dana Holgerson is a is a quality coach. I, agree. I think he really needs he really needs to step back up into a bigger like a power five job. Um, but I'm taking Houston. I think Houston is a very good football team, and I think that you know they find some explosive plays to win it late in the fourth quarter. So we all Houston there. I thought you to take. I was going to. Oh, you dirty dog! Dang it, Austin! <laughs> Come on! I was going. I actually had him circled. You're gonna learn. It's gonna take a couple shows, you but better. you're gonna learn the routine. Okay. If it makes you feel better, they don't know if it's a collarbone or an AC, so he, he might he might be questionable. He might want to take two. I will take a healthy Houston team <laughs> over a hurting quarterback for ten. I'm just uh, saying. Quarterback's right. a little important down there. So. All right. Okay. So. This next, this last one that we say for the one, end I, is I very feeling, exciting. I got a feeling we all, we're all going to be on the same page. It's Tennessee going to Pitt. Yeah. I'm assuming Pitt is probably favored. Yeah, I'm looking at the line right now. Um, believe it or not, now I'm uh, now I'm worried about my pick. Um, Tennessee's favored by six in Pittsburgh. So, uh, I'm not changing my pick. I feel like we're all going to be a homer here is what's going to happen. And, and here's my reason for picking Tennessee. Tennessee's my pick. I want to do it without any kind of insider information here. Listen, I'm learning, I'm learning the ins and outs, apparently. Um, <laughs> I'm taking Tennessee for, for two reasons. Tennessee has a lot of hype. I was at the game. I'm, I'm believing the hype. I was at the game on Thursday when they played Ball State. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a place so loud for an opening game when they're playing a, a you know, Ball State is where they are. They are a scrub. I mean, they're yeah. a, a second tier to Tennessee. No, they're yeah. they're at the higher tier of a scrub. They, they had a pretty decent football team last year. But they, and, yeah. and, and there was times in the game, Ball State looked good. They did. Um, Tennessee a, a very was good very vanilla with their play calling. But Tennessee has a lot of hype. There's a lot of, you know, especially offensively, they're going to be very explosive in this game. But the way the game ended last year, Tennessee is going to go in with a point to prove um, – Hypo is probably preaching that this is a ranked opponent. This could get us national recognition. Mm-hmm. This is going to help us get. I could very well see Tennessee being the top twenty-five team. That, well, going I in, think going into the week once the AP poll drops, because I could see that on a Sunday. Twenty-five. Yeah. The, I, I agree. The importance um, of this game, because like you say, if if they win this game, they go, they get the ranking. Going into the Tennessee Florida game, which I fully expect Florida to be undefeated going into that game. That might be both ranked if, in that place. So that's why I was going to say if they're both undefeated, they're both ranked. Now. Yeah, if they're both undefeated, both ranked going into that game, that is a monstrous. I mean, that we talked about, you know, game day potential. That, that will be a 2016 or a, a, a 20, re, 
when did we play Oklahoma? When um, that place was like blasting that was, the, that was 15. 15. Yes, 2015. Yeah, it'll be that level of intensity. Uh, right. Yeah, it will be amazing. But I think that the, the magnitude of the game, um, they have to win it, I, I think. Um, and uh, I think Hopwood, I mean, I hate to say a must win like you said, but for Hopwood, it almost is a must win. I hate kind to say a must win too, just, but. Just for your yeah. recruiting basis, for your national, because it's really. Yeah. I mean, These are the games you have to win. ABC, yeah. I believe, at 3.30. I mean, it's a 3.30 yeah, on ABC. It's a prime yeah, time on ABC. ABC game. And, um, you know, what, to, what, me, to me, the game means more to Tennessee than it does to Pitt. I agree. I agree with that. Absolutely. I agree with that statement. What worries me about this game is the fact that the way – the games that they both played, you know, um, this last week. Right. Uh, you know, Pitt having the, to play a quality West Virginia team right, and having to win the way a, that they won – have a down or a, you know a letdown after a close game at home against Pitt or West Virginia. Well, see, no, that that's well, that, that what I was gonna say is the argue, argument. The flip side of that argument is that you know Pitt learned how to win, oh, learned okay. how to win a tight game in that moment. Right. And so we didn't, didn't really have to go through that. You know, ter- I say we Tennessee didn't have to go through that. You know, they were able to um, control the entire game with Ball right. State and a team that wasn't as much of a quality opponent as West Virginia was. So is there any type of, you know, change of pace, things like that? So I, I don't know. I still I'm taking Tennessee and but I'm hopeful that those two opponents <laughs> that they both had, right. that the difference in those doesn't play a factor. Well I'll say if Tennessee came out last week or, or Saturday, and didn't handle business against Ball State, then I, I might feel that way. But I feel like finally a Tennessee team came out. Uh-huh. Right. Even last year against Bowling Green, we did not come out and dominate the game like we should have. You, okay, so you're going like, okay, for example, we talk about App State. Uh, 20, was it 2016, actually? That we so. uh, That Tennessee opened up against App State? Yeah. Um, is that that we barely, barely won. won. It was a, you know, barely a, a win. Reach over near fumble. Yeah. Jobs, yeah, yeah. So um, I guess that is the example that you're talking about, right? So they yeah, actually, they, they came out, they handled business. They, yeah. I mean, could have easily put seventy on these these dudes. Um, I, I just feel like Tennessee has brought everywhere that Tennessee lost talent. Velas Jones. Everywhere we've lost talent, we've brought in a, a replacement. Yeah, that I feel is as equally good. I think J- Jalen Hyatt's gonna have a breakout year in that I, slot I think position. Yeah, I agree. Receiver court. They they are deeper. Um, I think Jalen Hyatt in the slot is gonna be a right. problem for a lot of people. For a lot of people, I agree. Um, I, I Pitt lost a. We've already talked about it. Pitt lost a lot of talent. Right. Yeah. Slovis, maybe decent. He's not Kenny Pickett. What well, Kenny Pickett no, single-handedly like, won the game for Pittsburgh last year. Yeah, Kenny Pickett well, is. Kenny Pickett won the game for. Pitt last year in a lot and of games. Joe Milton lost us the game. But I think and that I, was more of the storyline for the Pitt game last year was Milton missing about four see, and that, yeah, and that, deep balls that I think yeah. Hooker was in, Hooker completes. Heen and Hooker, I think, is a game changer going into this game, too. I think so, too. Um, and especially that, you know, he, he's played in this environment. Right. Being at Virginia Tech, he's played in you know at Pitt. Right. So I think he's a game changer. Um, but So I take Tennessee. I think we're all in agreement we're taking Tennessee, right? 100%. So that gets through all of our game picks, and then we always end in five and five. We Have did our, to. It's our statement. If I, yeah. Um, and actually, I do want to get the uh, the stream deck and get like a five and five like drop with this. It's, it's kind of cool. That would be nice. Um, but anyways, we're doing Goals. our top five <laughs> game rivalry games that we would love to go and see personally. Yeah. Um, 
we're gonna go through just all do our number ones. We, we do. We do, we do each spot. Five, five, five. I see. And then four. And then okay. up to one. Okay, we're learning. And uh, <laughs> what was you getting there, rookie? You getting there? <laughs> what we're talking off off air. You know, I, I kind of did my list a little different than what yeah. what Jesse did. I just did mine as you know before I I can't go to a game right. in my life. These are the games that I would love to go see. Right. And these are games that we have never seen. Before. And these are games right. we've never seen. Like I've been to Tennessee, Alabama. Right. Tennessee, Florida, Tennessee, Bama. Yeah. Right. Been to those. So. Uh, Tennessee, Kentucky. Uh, I've been to that. Been to that one uh, a couple times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nah, you guys aren't I, talking about we, that. We're getting a little uh, too much Tennessee Homer. I don't think that's a top twenty-five game. I don't think no, I'm but. just saying. Like, but that is a rivalry game. As yeah, it is. It fan. is. Yeah. Um, but you did yours as kind of Jesse. You did yours as if somebody gave you tickets, you know, to either parent, game. To either game, yeah. which one are you choosing? Right. So it, it, it's a little bit different mindset there. Uh, but my number five, I would love to go to uh, Pasadena and see Notre Dame USC. I would love that. that, that yeah. I'm not saying I would love to go watch it at Notre Dame. I would love to go to <coughs> to the environment in California. Okay. And watch it. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it does. Um, uh, so, but Notre Dame, Ohio State. And that's a great game. Or not Ohio State. USC. Yeah. At Get a little Snoop Dogg action on the sideline. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you're right. You see a lot of you know, the yeah, celebrities coming the out for the game yeah. and yeah. just the environment it's, it's around It's like that. Peyton coming to England. Right. Exactly. Um, so. My that? five, I put the Iron Bowl. The Iron Bowl is one game that I think would be an awesome one to go to. That's my five. Right. That's interesting. Okay. Can I, can I do an honorable, honorable mention? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> He's learning. Just because <laughs> I feel like these may. There, I, there was an honorable mention. So I'll, I'll mention mine in a moment. Yeah. Are we doing those later? We, it don't matter. It we don't can, matter. We'll, we'll, we can we'll do them after. for you. Yeah, we, there, yeah, he's got to so. break the routine here. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so, honorable mention for me was Navy and Army. Before anybody that, yeah. puts me on some kind of stick and beats me. <laughs> I, I just the, the reason that game for me is not in my top five is that there's really never – a national implication to that game. I agree. It's uh-huh. cool because it's it's well, the service school. There's no other games on that week. It's, That's the only it's game that weekend. Usually, week. usually there's a handful I believe that play that, yeah. but but there's just never any. But when you watch, implication. I, I, I agree with you. When you watch that game, when it comes on, you watch the game. You see the people, you know, the guys in the circle, men, men, it's men and women in circles. Yeah. It is. You know, yeah. they're, they're they're suited up in their you know their attire. It, it's cool. It's it a cool really experience. Is. There there's never any kind of national implication to it. That's why it's not in my top five. Yeah. The other one I had was FSU in Florida. Yeah. I think that would be a great one to go to. It's not mm-hmm. my top five, but I think that'd be a uh, when they're when both programs are at their best. That'd be a, a really right. good one. To go I to. think even. Even when they're not their best, it's just such a. It's still cool, rivalry. yeah. It's it cool is, rivalry, yeah. see. Um, so after my spiel there, uh, at five, I also have the Iron Bowl. Oh wow! So yeah, Wait, yeah. I and the Iron Bowl made my list. It's just not. Well, and, and USC Notre Dame made my list, and I have a different you know, <laughs> reason for that. And it'd be cool when we get to that. I but thought, I mean, I knew I had it kind of low, but I, I just think the other the other four head of it are right. Yeah, I agree. Right. right. Uh, my honorable mention, I'll go ahead and piggyback on what you said, was Georgia, Florida. Yeah, well, uh, see, the greatest was it the greatest cocktail party? Or it something? is, yeah. yeah. I had I had two honorable mentions, and mine was also Georgia, Florida, and the uh, right. the Army Navy game. Right. So, and I'm it's kind of I, cool that we're all right there. Well, the thing with the Georgia, and I may, maybe for the same thing for you too. It's the Georgia, Florida game where it being neutral site. You don't ever flip the you know you, flip yeah, to home. It's always home. in is it Jacksonville. It's in Jacksonville. Yeah. Right. And that's cool and all, but I want to see it at a like I want to see a environment at a school. And I know that was that was your argument before, but 
the games we were talking about you know, were non-conference. These these rivalry games, I want to see them at the at right. the actual you university. See, you want to see Georgia actually play? Yeah, I want to see it at. And, yeah, I want to see. I want them to go back to playing in Athens and playing in the swamp. Yeah, there is some push to get the to get that game out of Jacksonville, though. I think it would be great. There is some push for that. I don't think it'll but ever make it through. I don't probably not, just because of, it's been there for so long now. Yeah. But all right, moving on to number four. Well, number four is actually a neutral site game. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it's a, it's what? the Red River rivalry, Texas and Oklahoma. I just think right now they don't call it that anymore. They call it the the Red River Shootout. shootout. Yeah. yeah, I would love to go to that game just because of you know the mix of fans that, that yeah. come out to that game. It's the state fair, all that the stuff. state fair is yeah. there, um, and typically there's a lot of not not recently, but there's a lot of national implications that yeah. come with that game. But for me, it's Texas. Well, Texas, Texas. That, uh, a few years ago when they had Kyler Murray, did they not beat Oklahoma that year? Uh, they never had was Kyler Murray. Right? Or, no, no. He means that Oklahoma uh, with Kyle Murray. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did beat They brought, they beat him they in the game, them. and then Oklahoma beat him in the Big 12 championship. championship. Yeah. yeah, so I mean. And it seems even, like maybe, was it 2014 when Charlie Strong was at Texas, and he was kind of on the hot seat, and he beat Oklahoma, and then I think yeah, yeah, it's like a year yeah. when Texas isn't good. It's still it's usually still, yeah. a game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, four for me was LSU uh, versus Florida. Oh. I didn't, I didn't. Some of my games I put had to be at a specific stadium. For me, I don't care if I'm going to Ben Hill Griffin or Death Valley. Either way, that'd be cool. <laughs> if I could put LSU versus Florida at Ben Hill and then LSU versus Florida at Death Valley at three, I'd have them both. Like, either way, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see that game at both venues. I right. think that'd be really cool. It's funny because I actually put Texas-Oklahoma 2 at four and actually forgot when I was writing this list that that was a neutral site game because for the longest time it wasn't a neutral site game. Right. Um, so I completely forgot about that. But they're, they're my four. Texas Oklahoma, I think that's a cool game. That's always one of my favorites to watch every you know every right. rivalry season. I still love watching. It. They, oh yeah, I like still watch said, it. Even even if one team is down, it's always still a close a close game. Uh, my number three is Miami and Florida State. Oh yeah. And piggyback on what you just said, I don't care if they're in Miami or if they're in Florida State. I don't care. I want to see that game. But that would be an. I didn't put that one on there. That would be an honorable mention though. That see, <laughs> you I, add I, add I didn't, you didn't make list. my list just because the five that I have. I feel like again, I, when you're giving me tickets to one or the other, I'm right. taking the other. Right. Even though I love like something about Miami, I've always had this thing for Miami. I don't know what it is about Miami. I don't like Hard Rock Stadium. I do not. I, I like the OB. I like the, I like the OB. Like it was the OG. Yeah. I like that a lot better. Oh but slogan, <laughs> slogan that one. Yeah. That OB one on. is the OG. I'm, you're going to learn, too, that I'm full of slogans on this show. Well, I've known you <laughs> some of them are good. Some of them are not. But I'm full of them. And a lot of them just came up on the, right on site. They, you know, they right do. The, tongue, the you know? majority <laughs> of them are just on the spot. Um, but my number th- – did you get your number three? Did I miss your number three? What was your number three? My number three is Oklahoma versus Texas. Oh, that's okay. My number three is USC Notre Dame, but for the opposite of what you just said, Keith, I want to see it in South Bend. I don't care about going to Pasadena, um, no offense to California, the state of California, but I I just think the tradition behind South Bend, I I would rather see it in South Bend. Um, Now, I do want to go to a game in South Bend. Yeah. I mean, just for touchdown Jesus and all that. (laughs) Everything... <laughs> Everything that you said about that game, like that game has had, that one has had implications for you know the national stage, and I think it's such a cool rivalry. It Another is. one of my favorites to watch. So that one's number three for me. My number two is the game. Okay. Ohio State Michigan. Okay, I'm curious to see what number one is going to be, but okay, all right. Oh, you so do, you know, do, do process elimination of race. Yeah. One was on my list, and this is uh, number two. So. I, I didn't. Okay. Two, two for me is the same thing. Is it, the game yeah, okay? The game. And it, I, for me, it would have to be at Michigan. I would much rather go to Michigan, the big house, than uh-huh. go to Horseshoe. 
I don't think it matters for me. I mean, I, I agree. I would love to see it. For me, for me, but, for me, that game this past season was, oh, as, it was, was as good. Oh, yes. It was I agree. picture perfect. It's snowing. That's another team yeah, that for me, like I said, they're better. Like college football is better when they're good. And we talked about that too about Harbaugh. I have my opinions on Harbaugh. But <laughs> college football is better right. when Michigan is good. I agree. It's just the truth. Um, so I, I agree with that. Should have been around when you guys did the top uh, coaches. Well, well we, we got to come back to that. We got to get back to that. Number two for me is LSU Florida, and the exact same thing that he just said. I don't care where it's at. You give me the swamp, you give me Death Valley. I'm going right. to go to both either way because right. I want to. I want to see it in both of them. Hundred um, percent. But yeah, that's my number two. If I could put that game twice, I would. Right. Oh yeah. One in each. Oh yeah. One in each venue. Well, number one is Iron Bowl. Oh. Okay. See, I did. Okay. And either way, you put it. You yeah. put it in Alabama. You put it in Auburn. I don't care. Yeah. I I'd love to see that game just because of the environment, the hatred that both in-state teams have for each other. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Alabama is number one in the nation and, true. and Auburn no, that's true. struggling. That's very true. You know. I mean, the best rivalries. That's just how it it's is. just a rivalry, yeah. and that game could be it's a football game. So yeah. for me, it's not. Uh, for me, number one is LSU versus Bama at Death Valley. Ooh. Okay, that's Ooh. a good one. That is a good one. It's always good. That's a it's good one. And again, good. that would probably be, I would probably put that on my honorable mentions list too because I would like to see that one too. It can't Preferably be Death Valley. It can't be in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, I don't really. It, it's weird for me is that I don't really have a. I guess maybe the Iron Bowl, maybe, but I really don't have a desire to go to Tuscaloosa. Like nothing about Tuscaloosa to me screams <laughs> great. You know, great Listen, I, I've been to Tuscaloosa but, once. Granted, yeah. it was when we had Justin Worley at, at Behind Center. Right. right. Um. It just wasn't impressive. Just yeah, and in, it, in an and Iron Bowl situation, we it might be totally different. Right. And I and I right. would imagine now, it would be. I'm trying to compare it to, but we were like a four win team that season. But yeah, it just right. the tailgating is just not there. I guess. So, anyways, my number one is the game Ohio State Michigan, uh, and I actually put in parentheses prefer Big House. I would much rather. I mean, I would watch I it neither. But but the Big House to me is one of those one of those stadiums that just I gotta go see a game at the Big House. What better game than the game? Right. So um, I agree. But yeah, that was that's my number one. All right. Anything else you guys got for for today? Um. Uh, I mean, I know we're crunching time, but yeah. um, what would be your top three rivalry games? Just period that you've seen or not? Well. Based on it, well, that I mean, does it, change, oh, the, does it change anything if you've seen them or not? Is your top three the same? No, because mine's top three is the same. Top three is the same. Your top three? Yeah, my um, top three is, is not the same before including games that I, you, you have seen live. Who would you add? Well, I've not seen any of these live, but I would say, I don't know, I would probably keep this top three. Who, yeah, who you got? That's, that's why, if we're, adding, if we're adding games we've actually seen in person, uh, I would put, I'm going to get laughed at by some Florida fans on here, but I'd put Tennessee, Florida. When Tennessee, Florida is at its best, I would say it's, it's good. When it's, when they're both good. Now, obviously, I'm with Tennessee in a long time, but so I mean, right. that's, it's coming from that kind of place. But when they, when Tennessee and Florida, are both when it's top, when it's good, when it's yeah. good, it's good. So I would yeah. I would probably right maybe I don't know who I would slide out though. <laughs> See, that's me. Like, I don't know. I'm not taking out LSU, Florida. Right. You know, I'm no, not I, taking out Ohio State, Michigan, and USC, Notre Dame. I mean, maybe in the year years recent, I could probably swap I, that for. I think but I would rather swap at Miami, Florida State, just because. Man, I don't know. Yeah, I get. Uh, I know. I, I get. Because if you if you gave me tickets this year, to Miami, Florida State, or Tennessee. Florida, yeah. See then again that. Who are you taking? 
I would go to Tennessee, Florida. Well, just for the game itself. Just the game, yeah, just the game itself. This year's game, Tennessee, Florida, is going to be a very great environment. Right. And I don't know that Miami, Florida State, nationally was going to be the same on the same level. At, right. their, at their best. And I think environment best. has a big. Now, if, you, if you tell me Tennessee, Florida ranked, or in, in Miami, Florida State ranked. Well, let me say, let me okay, let me let me use that example because I think environment plays a role. Okay, so let's say both games are you know, in the state of Florida, and I'm going to say uh, Tennessee at Florida. Mm-hmm. Tennessee is in the top 25, low. Florida's in the top 10. Miami. Or Florida State at Miami. Miami's number one in the country. Florida State's number two. Which game are you going to? Miami, Florida State. Not me. I'm going to Exactly. Why? Why? What's your reason? I, th- I feel like I'm coming from just a Tennessee homer place. No. For me. Okay, let me flip that. Okay, let me flip it around. It's at Florida State. Miami's one, four states two. Is that four state? Do you have to change your mind? Miami one two. That may one, change. Two. Exactly. That's if they're that. playing at Dope Campbell. Ex- I'm probably. I'm probably see, that's my argument. Reality. My argument is the environment may, plays a factor because Hard Rock Stadium just don't do it for me. Right. Like I don't I'm care. Upset that, that, that that's a venue that's for the one two matchup. It don't in, it, a, in a hated rivalry. But you're comparing it to a game at the Swamp, a rivalry game at the I Swamp. Get, I get what you're saying. I, I mean that, but that's it for me. For me, the environment plays a factor in it the does. game. I see what you're saying. All right, guys, that's it for us. We're probably going to try and get back together sometime this week before the and talk about playoff expansion. Yeah, that'd Maybe. be yeah, be great. Um, Hard about it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Till next time. Appreciate it, guys.